This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Monday Hair Care. Daddy gang, nobody likes Mondays. Am I right? (laughs) We're all sobbing. We're all sobbing and we're barely getting out of bed on a Monday. But Monday Hair Care is here to flip the script with its award-winning formulas. No more bad hair days. Daddy gang, Monday Hair Care is turning Mondays into a reason to celebrate good hair, which I love, thank God, with seven new products like a leave-in conditioner, dry shampoo, a curl line, and body wash. And Daddy Gang, every single thing is under $10. Yes. And the smell is to die for. Okay. I want my hair smelling like something that Matt wants to be engulfed in. I want him to come out to me and go, oh my God, you smell amazing. Oh my God, <laughs> what is that in your hair? So Daddy Gang, reclaim the week with Monday at all leading retailers. Visit mondayhaircare.com to find a stockist near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. Baby, what the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, for another episode of Call Her Daddy. Hello, hello, hello. What a glorious, glorious Wednesday. I missed you all. I hope you missed me. Daddy Gang, in the history of Call Her Daddy, you guys have heard me have millions of different experiences. Clearly, I'm all over the place. At times, I want a boyfriend. At times, I want to be single. At times, I want to fuck 12 dicks. At times, I want to be celibate. At times, I want to masturbate. At times, I want to cry. At times, I want to ghost my therapist. And at times, I want to cradle her and ask her for forgiveness. But the moral of the story there is that a lot of times, I don't know what the fuck I want. I'm in my mid-20s. I'm figuring it out. But as we all get older, you start to hear your friends and those friends that are settling down and those friends that are getting married or engaged. And you start to wonder, what was it for them? Because what I do know is it's not about falling in love. I've been in love. It's not one construct. There's a shit ton that goes into ending up with someone. 
So what are those things? What are those things for you? Maybe you're listening to this and you have huge fucking daddy issues. So sweetheart, maybe your ideal man is a stage five clinger that will never leave your ass. That's okay. Or maybe you grew up fucking broke as shit and you're like, I don't want to dine at Denny's anymore. I want a goddamn vacation lifestyle. So like the brilliant business strategic woman you are, you go for that big rich dick. To each his own, baby. But what the point is, is no matter what you want, that's on you to figure it out in your own fucking therapy sessions. God knows I've been trying, daddy gang. I have no idea if I'm doing it right. But I'm on my own personal journey through bad experiences, good experiences, trying to figure out what it is for me that makes me happy and what I would want and the qualities I need in a good match for a partner. And you are all on the same journey, but we're not going to have the same answer. Regardless, it's a journey. And someone right here in our inner circle of the daddy gang apparently figured it the fuck out. Introducing the recently engaged Hannah Burner. I don't even know how to begin this because... There is so much history here. Hannah, hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> the stepfather's back in the building. Dude. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm feeling a lot of feels. We have so much to cover. We have so much judgments to do. We have so much shit to talk about. I feel like you're on a world tour right now <laughs> of like, like, fuck the royal family. Fuck Meghan and Harry. Like, Hannah's here and she's fucking making waves on the internet. <laughs> You're selling your soul for the content. People were like, how did this happen? People were like, did she trap him? Is he kidnapped? Is he okay? People were very worried about him. And I was like, don't worry about it. If any of you have no idea what we're talking about, here we go. First and foremost, I want to lay it out like this because I was thinking about this. Mm -hmm. This is going to be our third episode together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, not technically because we always go over and then I split. Well, every episode episodes. is a journey. Yeah. So we've lived yeah. many yeah. lives together. So the first episode we did, Hannah and I were both single. Couldn't have been more single. Very, very about, bleak. It was very dark. You talked about fucking the mascot. You talked <laughs> about. <laughs> I gave up on athletes and I was like, will this furry badger fuck me? And it was iconic. And the people loved you. (laughs) And then the second episode, you come in hot and you say, I have a boyfriend. And for your degenerate ass to say that on top of then me sliding in sort of and being like, I kind of am getting there too. Mm. Was a very iconic moment to call her daddy because I think the first episode yeah. proved like how degenerate we were and how unwilling yeah. we were to settle down. Degenerates and how we were, like, are people too, okay? That's what yeah. we're trying to explain. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode with Hannah Burner. And in front of me, I have a woman that is no longer single, no longer just in a relationship. This bitch is fucking engaged. Thank you, honey. And today we are going to divulge how to literally trap his ass and trick him to not just like going down on you for a couple more hours, but to literally be stuck with you forever. Stuck forever and give you a nice ass fucking ring. Hannah, tell us how the fuck this happened. I need to know all the details because to give you guys information, Hannah and I have not talked. All I got was a text saying, bitch, I'm engaged, a picture of the ring, and that was it. And I was like, save it for the podcast. How the fuck did this happen? God. Okay, well, it's so funny because I think everyone I 
I felt like I was 29. I was living with five cats with my parents in a pandemic. It couldn't have been more bleak for me. If I was a better, I would not be betting that I was engaged in like nine months. Are you telling me that you did this because of quarantine? You're like, it's literally just the only out is to get away from my parents and my cat. I'm not trying to be Rihanna, but like I fell in love in a hopeless place. If that right, makes sense. Right. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I felt like dating up until this point was like, you just always felt like you just failed and you failed and you're failed. And you have these moments where you get dark and you're like, no one in this world loves me. Right. Like how have, no one in this world wants to be with me, which is fucked up thinking a, because you're choosing to be single. Most of the time you could be with someone if you really wanted to. Facts. This is for all the girls who are single out there. To, I sound like Beyonce where she's like, oh, the single ladies, but you're not single. Yeah. Stop trying yeah, to stop. be empathetic. But I get what you're saying. But, uh, like, you've come from like a disastrous dating history like me. Like you haven't yes. had crazy success with amazing men. And I started feeling just like, what's wrong with me? But also I realized we're not calling it dating anymore. Okay. We're calling it researching. Got it. Because anyone in college knows or after college you have to write a thesis. You don't just fucking write a thesis. You have to research for a long time to make that thesis amazing. Dude, so, so when true. I was dating, I literally was just researching different types of guys, different things I liked. It was crazy because when I met Des, like there were sides to him that I was like, oh, he reminds me of this relationship that I really like that part of that guy or ooh. I'm so happy he doesn't act this way in that situation because I know that I don't deal well with that. And it literally was like, thank God I had all those bad relationships in my 20s to know that I wanted to spend my life with this guy because I wouldn't have known. I mean, people fall for each other at 18. That's fucking beautiful. But I'm too much anxiety to pull the trigger like that. Totally. <laughs> like, totally. I'm an overthinker. Um, so when I was at Summer House filming, um, I met him two weeks before. So we went on, you know, our dates, and then I was like, I have to go into this house. And I remember him being like, look, do whatever you want to do. I just want to let you know I really like you. But, you know, we're not exclusive. But in my head, I was like, this guy's special. I don't want to fuck it up. So as I was fighting with everyone, he would send me these funny videos. Like, the perks of dating a comedian is he would just make fun of every situation. He'd send me these funny rap videos. Then the rap videos stop once we're, like, living together. Because, you know, these guys, they don't fucking keep it up. Right. But... I wake up on Valentine's Day and he was being super weird like don't you hate Valentine's Day isn't Valentine's Day so lame we shouldn't do anything on Valentine's Day right and I'm like okay like you don't have to come at right love you're like general. I better get a fucking gift even though I've always <laughs> hated it but now that I have a boyfriend this has got to count for something if I'm gonna have a boyfriend I better have something on Valentine's Day that's how yeah, it's I corny felt. but if I don't see a rose someone's gonna get kicked in the day absolutely so <laughs> so I wake up he wakes up early because he's old. It's the one unfortunate part of our relationship. I like to sleep till a solid eight hours. He's up at 6 a.m. Like, It's crazy. Walks. My boyfriend does the same thing. I'm like, what are you doing? It's 5.30. He's like, we're up. I'm like, no, it's the middle of the night. Go back to sleep. What are no, you doing? I'm in the middle of my REM cycle. Right. So I, he wakes me up and I hear him like singing in the other room, like this like rap singing. I'm like, what is he doing? And he clearly was like trying to get the words right. And he's kind of ad-libbing. And then I get a text and I think he thought I was asleep, but it was like a new video, just like joking about our love. We're going to spend the rest of our lives together and he loves me, whatever. He was making jokes and then he goes, and I have a surprise for you, but I'm just sitting there and he's like in the bathroom peeing. I get down. He's like, you watched the video already? And that's my voice for all guys, by the way, but he kind of right. sounds like that. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, watch it again. Watch it again. And he kind of like kneels over the bed on my side and I watch it again and I turn over and he just goes will you marry me <laughs> so I'm like crusty eyes terrible breath Invisalign hair sticking straight up 
And I always wanted to cry because I feel like if you don't cry, like, is that shit even real? Right. So I, the tears came and I was like, I love that. But I go, are you joking? Is this a fucking joke? I thought this was a bit. Is this like some comedy bit you're doing? And he's like, I want to marry you. But um, this sounds very beautiful, right? This moment. But we're going to delve back in that. It wasn't that romantic. It was very planned. I knew exactly the ring I wanted. We talked it out. And um, but it was a beautiful moment. Hold on. What? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what was the video? The video was him basically singing something funny about us being together. But it was just, it wasn't like saying he wanted to marry me. He was just like saying how he loves me. And, and so you're watching that and as he's on his knee watching it with you and then he pulls out the ring. It ends with like, and I got a surprise for you, baby. <laughs> like it was a stupid rap. And then he was just like, will you ma- marry me? He was on two knees, which... I don't know. Maybe I should make him do it again. Wait, yeah, but... two knees, bitch, get up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> two knees are for me. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's where I belong. My knees are both supposed to be bruised by the end of the Let night. Let women like, at least do something. Right? Don't take everything from us. Wait, okay, hold on. You have to discuss this ring. We have to discuss okay. the proposal because I don't know how I would feel about that. And I want to know how you felt about it in hindsight. Like, you were laying there, no makeup on. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Slash... The fact that you had already picked out the ring. Walk me through that process. Daddy gang, the media is fucking lying to you. The media makes it seem like one day a guy chooses you and just a huge rock appears and it's perfect and it fits your finger perfectly. And then you just spend the rest of your life together because of course you do. And like, that's not fucking real. Fuck that. No (laughs) man. No man will be picking out my ring here at first. Anybody listening that's trying to marry me, you will not pick out my ring. Thank you. However, some of us, their whole lives are kind of thinking about it and they know like what looks good in their finger. Then some girls like don't even know what they had for breakfast that morning. That's me. Right. I have also we need to normalize like nubby fingers. I have big palms, nubby fingers, great for a hand job, terrible. Yeah, Hannah, I was staring at your fingers in the picture you sent me. I couldn't even focus on the ring. I'm like, your fingers are hideous. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I literally was Googling, what rings do you get for a nubby finger? Shut the fuck up. No, no one talks about it, Alex. Like, everyone's like, I like body diversity. I want fucking finger diversity. Not everyone has fingers. Like, like Paige, my best friend. Like, beautiful. Supermodel fingers. I I noticed that. She looks like a praying mantis. Dude, I noticed that when I was interviewing her. I was like, staring at her fingers and I was like why am I looking at Paige's fingers in a sexual way then I saw you texting me that picture I'm like Hannah your fingers are fucking busted (laughs) but you know like we can't all be perfect and that's my biggest no no no. so put a nice fat fucking ring on it to deflect from the fat that's what they say at first I was like I need something dainty to look at to make it look dainty no 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 you got to get something big um however before I met Des I was very like Oh, like, I'm not doing that corny shit. Like, it's so just bullshit, like, marriage, like, capitalism, like, spend 30 grand on a ring. And it's like, fuck that shit. Like, I don't need that. I was like, I'm getting a pearl. And Paige actually turned to me and she said the wisest word she's ever said. She said, grow the fuck up. Thank you. So I processed that information. As I started doing research, at first I wanted an emerald. Then I realized it doesn't like shimmer that much. Then he took me to try on rings. Like that was some like like movie shit where hold like on. you walk in. And he <laughs> took you to try. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you a question because we need you're you're yeah. like too far for me. I am back at the point where I thought you had a fucking boyfriend, yeah. and then you yes. texted me and said you're engaged. So, oh yeah. So this you is how fully you tricked talked him. about this. 
So what happened is a couple weeks into dating this man, he goes, I'm going to marry you. And like guys have said that before, like a joke or like they're trying to get a blowjob, but like right. he meant it. <laughs> and there was something hot about like, I really feel like there's times where you feel like you want to marry someone or they want to marry you. But the fact that like the two of us kind of trusted it, like we were in it together. I was like, if you believe it, I believe it. Like he really, I had walls up with him right. and he just broke them down at one point. Like I like kind of reposted an Insta story on my birthday from an ex and he called me and he was like, Hey, if you want to play games, like that's totally cool. I just don't want to be a part of it. I put my little tail between my legs and I said, I am so sorry. I'm deleting that Instagram right now. It was the hottest thing. Like I was like, he's, he's above the games. Like I'm like, wait, okay. we're not trying right. to make each other feel insecure. Whoa. A wait, wait, you're making me feel good about myself just for being myself. What? But again, fuck? to bring it back to the daddy gang. Like you said, Hannah, and you were saying, like, it's research. I, my mom said the same thing. She was like, you call it a game. I call it a process, Alex, where, like, mm-hmm. you have to go through the process of playing the games, of being a yes. sick fuck, of being a degenerate, so that you feel those and nights And games by are yourself. also protecting yourself from dudes who you know totally. are fucking playing the games. You're like, okay, we're in it. You know, early on when you're like, okay, I know your games, and we'll do it right. together. We'll go through the motions. We'll see if this is fun. This guy was like white flag and, i don't care and all the way back to the basics of girls that are getting fucked over and left on red and don't know how to play the game yet and you're in the beginning mm-hmm. stages you need to feel that so then when you go through all the shit with the dudes then you find yes. the des of the world that doesn't want to play the game then all yes. of a sudden it's like whoa wait he doesn't want to play games like the other guy that left me on red and fucked me up boom 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 and you so, know what's again, so funny it's hard being public because Normally, if someone gets married, you just, like, talk shit to your friend. Like, that's not going to work out. But that literally, like, messages of people being like, this is so weird. It's so soon. A lot of messages, like, eight months ago, she was crying over Luke. And it's like, has anyone ever been, like, wronged or gaslighted? And first of all, don't mistake my tears for weakness. It was anger and frustration. But it's like, I could cry over a guy a couple months ago, and it's called moving the fuck the fuck on and it's a beautiful thing we all should do it more often it's called cry those tears let it out people are in your dms already shitting on you (laughs) no but it's a process it's like that's what happens being public and it's hard totally Um, but i was telling you earlier when things get when things get really dark and you know people come from my relationship my my character my life I go to Caller Daddy's podcast page on Apple, and um, I've already left my review five stars. Love it. Highly Thanks. recommend. <laughs> Would come again. Um, but I look at all the people who are trying to tear you down and from all types of things, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This is the number one podcast in the world. I look up to Alex Cooper so much and everything she's accomplished, and she is getting ruined. And then I go about my day, and I feel better about myself. <laughs> It's so dark. <laughs> when you were telling me this, I was like, oh, my God, why don't you say it on the podcast? She's like, well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I'm like, you just told me you gave me five stars. You're not a one star. Thank you. Like, I love you. Thank you. No. So that's good to know that that's how you make you feel better about yourself. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to make myself feel better about myself. Yes. Um, but now I guess I'll go look at the comments on. Yeah. Your look picture. at. The- <laughs> <laughs> OK. Hold but on. I also think anyone who's crying over a dude right now, anyone who's fucking single, anyone who literally can't stop thinking about cats because it's the only affection they're getting it takes one person to just fucking see you and to just not want to play games and to be with you but you have to go through the toxic shit and you have to have done your research to even see when that guy comes yeah you need to be ready to be done with the games and there's nothing wrong with the games i commend the games i i welcome the games when it needs to be in the right time of your life which you're clearly done with when you met him back to sorry 
you go to the ring store how did you decide to go to the ring store after the man was like i want to marry you after i realized most importantly i feel like myself around him and i huge which is something that i never considered because before my game was literally just like I love being like a people pleaser and being like, I will be whatever he wants me to be. Totally. I will make him love me and I will be funny uh. when I'm supposed to be funny and quiet when I'm supposed to be funny and sexy when I'm supposed to be sexy and tough. And it's like, that's fucking exhausting. How tiring to do that all the time. And then I, I forget who I was talking about this with, but you go on a first date and I remember a spurt of first date. I love how we're all over the place right now. But we'll bring <laughs> it back, guys. Stay with us. But like you go on a first date and I remember a period of my life where I was going on these dates and I was doing just that. I was showing up to these dates and I was like, this man is going to go call his mother after mm-hmm. this date. He's going to mm-hmm. be so fucking in love with me. Mm-hmm. And I would go home exhausted and exhausted. like take off my pants and let out my belly and eat food finally and like actually have a real <laughs> cocktail so I'm not hammer on the date and like be like, he doesn't even know me. And then he texts me obsessed with me. I'm like, You're, you don't even know who I am. You're obsessed yep. with the girl that I was pretending to be on the date. And it's exhausting. And a lot of people go on dates, daddy gang, and you can get them to like you. But then you're six months in and you realize, holy shit, I forgot to think if I like him. And then you're stuck with a loud breather for the rest it's of your life. It's the bachelor you know? effect. I, <laughs> yep. I said it my yes! whole life. Yes. Why is that? What is the show? Why are they all those women are guaranteed to like yeah. Matt James? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, like as long as you get like, a tall guy, girls will fall for him because it's also the competition factor. But I think because I was so alone in the pandemic and actually getting really comfortable with like, I don't need a guy. I want yeah. one, but I don't need it. That when I met him, it wasn't like, I want him to like me. Like I was about to go film Summer House. Instead, it was like, do I like him? And then I was Enough, like, oh, fruit. Right. I like him. So when you go on a date, don't try to get him to like you. Daddy gang, do you fucking like him? Because it's. That's the research. That's so, so facts. What you do. You're at the ring store, though. Stop avoiding you, it. You don't just get to the ring store, honey. Just wait. Oh, okay. Here we go. So once he says he wants to marry you, he needs to put his money where his mouth is. So you need to just start texting him links to rings. <laughs> woo! I'm dancing. You guys can't see me, but I'm, woo! 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 And so, I want that shit fucking big and juicy! <laughs> So as I started to do research, I was like, okay, so I know I said I wanted a pearl, but I really like Emily Ratajkowski's two diamond ring. Like that the one shit that is crazy. <laughs> like I was like the one that's like a square and then like the pair. I was like, I want two. And he's like, so you fucking went from a pearl to two fucking diamonds go together. And I said, do you love me? Wait, you. Okay. That's interesting. I would love to talk about rings. Cause I'm like, to me, it looks like that it has like a lump on it. It's like a tumor on a ring. Like I'm like, <laughs> Wait, that's like that's. It looks like your ring has a pimple. Yes, a pimple. A pimple ring. It looks and it kind of looks to me like it's a little big on her finger. It is. I I like the idea, but if it was maybe smaller, aka maybe what you were looking for, like. Okay, don't come at me like that. First of all, (laughs) disgusting. So, I originally wanted something different. So I thought like, okay, if I'm not getting a pearl, I want the two diamonds. So people like, what's that? Turns out this bitch is basic as fuck. Um, I started sending him rings and I kept changing my mind. I remember being in the car once just being like, he wanted to be like, he's like, let me handle it. But this is where like engagements are actually not fucking romantic and crazy and surprise. You are wearing this for the rest of your life. He's putting a serious investment into this. If you know what you want, don't think that like he's going to read your mind because he won't. Men can barely like anticipate that you're hungry. No, that is such a good point, Hannah. I have never – well, it's interesting because, like, I've never thought about the ring that I've wanted, mm-hmm. and I, I think I want 
something big. (laughs) Everyone's like, like, shocker, Alex, shut the fuck up. No, I do, because it's going to be on my finger for the rest of my life. However, I don't want it so gaudy that people are like, you can't bend your finger. That's, like, outrageous. Um, But I don't know, like, what I want. But if you don't know what you want, how the fuck is a man going to know what kind of ring you want? So we went to, in East Hampton, there's a London Jewelers, shameless promo. We walked in, and it's like, oh, we'd like to see the engagement rings. And I just got to try on, like, every fucking ring they had in the store. There were, like, 3.5 carats. I didn't even know what a carat was. I was like, why do they call it a carat? That makes no sense. It's not a vegetable. So then, and then I tried littler ones, and I'd look at him, and we'd be like, no, no, no. Wait, when you were there, were you paying attention at all to the pricing? Yes. Yeah, I was. Had he said anything about like a like budget? A budget? Well, yeah. he asked me what kind, what how big the carrots I wanted, and I was like three carrots, and he like scoffed, like he was like really like. How do you like know that. three carrots? I don't even know what that means. I I didn't know either. I just knew it was really big. <laughs> All right. Okay. There we go. And from your research, you're like, I want Emily Ratajkowski's ring naturally. If it's we're like, not getting okay. two diamonds, put them together into one. Okay. Do the math. You're do the math. Okay, so, so you have three carrots in mind. I can't even imagine what the pricing is. I so want a it's, house it's fucking finger. expensive. Three okay. carrots could be like 80 grand, 90 grand. That's a down payment on a house. And Love. part of me, I'm, I'm not a very materi- materialistic person in that, like, I'm shallow with men. But, like, jewelry, when I first got my first, like, nice earrings, they immediately fell in the drain when I was, like, six years old. And it's traumatized me since that day. So I'm, like, I want a ring that he's comfortable with the price. But I also don't want to be made fun of by my friends you know no okay like my best friend is Paige like she'd smack me Paige would be like oh my god she'd take her little fingers her little skinny fingers and just (laughs) poke me in the eye (laughs) can you imagine if you came back with like a little dot on your finger and Paige would be like sweetheart (laughs) like he's not the one and like the thing is is I understand everyone has a financial budget but I would go as far to say like if I was in the situation where, like, the guy I was dating, like, couldn't afford something great, I would be like, let's save up, fuck mm-hmm. vacations for the next three years, and make sure I get a condo on my fucking finger. Like, that but is also, what I Alex, want. people have starter rings, so it'd be like, get me something now, and then, like, in ten years, we'll do an upgrade oh, once we're, like, more established okay, or doing okay. well. But okay. our situation is weird. Like, Alex, if you get engaged, everyone just wants to see the ring. Everyone's totally. like, how did he do? So he was feeling pressure also. But oh, I facts. like what ended up happening is like he kind of showed me some of the because also you don't just have to have the diamond. You need the shape of the diamond. Then you need the like, do you want it silver? Do you want it gold? What kind of do you want diamonds in the like there's so many different options. I'm sweating. Thank you. I can barely it. decide what color eyeshadow I want. Like, I don't know. how. I'm I don't do even this. wear eyeshadow because I can't figure out which one to wear. I don't wear eyeshadow. Wait, options know. or an eyeshadow palette? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Also, when you go to pick nail polish, have you ever seen a more confused person? And how come I always pick the one thing that I don't want to wear? That's why I never have my nails done. I don't do it. And so to think about a ring that's going to be on my finger for the rest of my life, that shit has to be perfect. So, Alex, my question to you is, in your gut, you see yourself getting a ring. What does it look like? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> You're like, I've been waiting. <laughs> um, That's a thing. I have never thought about this until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you kind of were like the start of that. Cause I'm like, oh wow. And like, I was joking with my boyfriend. You're like, like oh, it can gosh. happen to anyone. It happened right. to Hannah. <laughs> I'm like, this is the You're crazy like, Those fingers thing. don't deserve a diamond if you've seen them. <laughs> I'm like, a diamond will look better on my fingers. So whatever Hannah has, I'll be fine. No, I'm just kidding. So, so I think for me, I'm similar to you. Like, I want 
just like a big ass single diamond and mm-hmm. i want a very very simple band like mm-hmm. i don't want yes. that thing that's like a diamond and then 19 million diamonds around it and yeah. like a fat chunky thing atta- attached to a smaller diamond that's yeah. like, i don't like that shit i also want like one you're gonna wear this shit when you're wearing your yoga pants like going shopping yes. so you don't want yes. something that looks like gaudy and and just no, too much no and also it's like yeah, you want it to be you. You don't want it to just be right. what society says is, like, the coolest thing. Right. Um, and you don't want to be basic, Hannah, like, getting the same thing as Emily Ratajkowski. A hundred percent. I don't just want to like, be, thank like, you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you That's why like I said not two diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you had texted me saying you sent mm-hmm. this ring mm-hmm. to him earlier in your relationship so i first sent him like an emerald ring and then i just started sending all types of rings to him and then it just okay. became so when i first sent it to him his first response i remember texting actually Paige and my mom being like should i send this to him and they were like brilliant do it so i just sent it to him and his response was on it how, okay let's talk about this for a minute pause how soon in did you send him an engagement ring great question um i'm gonna say like four months okay three months let me break this down for a second yeah brilliant if you have a comedic relationship with the guy girls listening i think it's fucking brilliant hannah that four months in as you're joking and this guy is obviously telling you signs of like i'm obsessed with you yeah you sending him that is fucking hilarious yeah and puts it more in his mind but doesn't put pressure on you girls if you're not as like funny and you don't joke around with the dude if you send a man a fucking ring within the first like two three four months he is going to block your ass and be like this girl is fucking psych dude i mean though only a specific type of girl can do that but also but also alex i don't even think like you don't have to be two comedians dating each other if you found the right guy, I feel like you have to have the same sense of humor. And once you have that similar totally. sense of humor, you find that and you find a way to jokingly let him know that, like, you're in. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying if a girl has never been sarcastic yes. or joking yes. and all of a sudden you send in the link because you're like, I heard Hannah and Alex say they sent the ring. <laughs> no, so I'm gonna but send the that's ring. a bigger issue. If you haven't been sarcastic in your relationship, you're missing out. Totally. Totally. Let yourself free. Let it be your Go love language. It. Try it. It's very fun. You could be mean all the time and then be like, all the sarcastic. <laughs> And then when you're nice, he's so grateful. But Alex, I didn't realize at the time that I was doing a genius move, but it was kind of like, we're open about everything. He fucking loves me. Put your money where your mouth is. Here's a ring. And I think guys like want you to want them. Like guys want to know that you're like into them like that. And I wasn't doing it in an obnoxious way. I just sent the link. And when he wrote on it, it was funny because like, I didn't know if he was joking either. So we started this like playful thing. And that playful thing just turned into serious one day. That's why when he proposed, I go, are we kidding? I thought this was a bit the whole time. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dude, how do you feel, though, about this? There's, I have so many questions for you. I guess first and foremost, let's break it down to, like, mm-hmm. being degenerates and, like, having had our fair share of literally making our career on being degenerates so mm-hmm. far up until this point. Yeah. Um, nobody was expecting this, Hannah. Nobody mm-hmm. even thought that you could lock a man. <laughs> it is so shocking to me. You got rejected no. by a mascot at a school that wasn't even top ten. Okay. <laughs> How the fuck did you wrangle this one, you stupid slut? No. The question is, it's like, let's be serious for two seconds. Mm -hmm. What has your relationship always been to the idea of getting married? Great question. Like what growing up slash in the past few years, like has how has it evolved? So I do think that your parents' love story really affects your love story. My parents got married earlier, like twenty four or twenty five, but they always talked about how like they dated a lot of people. When they met each other, it was easy and they were engaged in five months. So in my head, Whoa. once I hit like seven months with some douche, I was like, he's not the one. <laughs> like totally. I actually never dated a guy that I thought I would marry. I've actually never thought there was one that got away. I literally was always in that kind of research phase. And my mom at 29, single with the cats, was like, are you good? Like, is there something wrong with you? And I'm like, mom, I haven't met him. But I know I had this kind of like dumb fantasy that like when I meet the guy, it's going to be like bing, bada, boom. You know. Right. No. But it's funny because no one actually knows. Like I said, I'd be like, I know I'm going to get divorced in two in two years. I said months. That would have been awkward. Two months. (laughs) But like faster than Kim K. Like, whoa, (laughs) we're out. But there's like a confidence of like two people who just want to make it work. And I'm also a very like emotionally intimate person. Like anyone I date, I get very close to in terms of like physicality comes with it but like they're my best friend it's literally someone that you're like I can have a boring conversation with and eat meals with for the rest of my life it's not about the ups and downs like it's literally the simplicity of it all like who do you want to sit on the couch with and have an ongoing conversation for 60 years Dude, it's so true, the whole best friend thing. Like, I feel like you being able to, one, be yourself, and then, two, him be your best friend or her be your best friend, as corny as it sounds. Like, I feel the same way because my boyfriend and I were having a conversation the other day just because he has a lot of friends that are married and they already have children Mm because he's in his 30s. Mm -hmm. And he was saying it's crazy when you do get to that point in your life where you are like, this is my person. Yeah. You better be best friends with that person because essentially when you then go to the phase of having children, like you're kind of you you have your friends still but it's really the two of you in it together and you try to make time for your friends but especially when you're having babies and shit like you're in it together and if you don't like each other (laughs) and you don't like going to bed every night together like you're fucked alex you fucking nailed it there's so many people that i think are in love with each other but like stop liking each other it's like those friends that you've had like forever and you're like i don't like them anymore but like i love them they'll come to the wedding (laughs) totally but it's like no this person's got to be like your homie like you fuck with this person in all aspects of life if something happens in a room that's funny and you immediately look at them and you have the same eye contact reaction that's magic like it's that's magic little thing and also if you trust that person more than anyone like i stopped Mm. calling i found for me it was like 
I stop calling my mom as much when I'm like upset about something and I'm calling him and I'm like, oh, fuck. He became that, a rock. Yeah. That's Literally, our moms must be so happy right now because I would call her being like, I got chicken fingers stuck in my throat and I kept coughing. And she's like, I, I'm a principal of a school. Like, I can't have this she's happen. She's like, anymore. I'm at work. Too, you're like, but mom. <laughs> no, but it is crazy because that also, aside from the dumb shit, I think mm-hmm. at first, before my mom really met him, she, I think she was at first a little concerned. She was like, wait. You're, you feel distant like i don't yeah, really like he's know this kidnapping you he's Bit like legit. losing content that's what that happens in those stories on netflix it's full that's full how murder learning. docs start dude she there was like a series on there was a series on lifetime called like alex cooper kidnapped or something and i started to see it flash before my eyes i'm like maybe my mom thinks this is about me like my mom was like really concerned at first yeah. and then i think as time went on and she met him, she now is happy for me, but she had to just double check, like, is this a normal human or is she going back to the same professional athlete Fox that, like, she was dating? But, no, I think that's interesting. So you grew up and you always saw your parents are still together, so you were, like, you wanted to get married, you thought? You just mm-hmm. knew the guys I wanted it, but it wasn't – I didn't – I like in my head I'm like I guess I'll have a family get married one day but I really felt like when the right person happened you also can't fuck it up and it's so funny because Alexandra (laughs) our second episode we did together you straight up were like I'm talking to three guys at the same time and when one of them pisses me off I go I'm gonna talk to the other one hang up and I'm like let's just say you were not doing what necessarily (laughs) would have made a guy be like oh she's the one yeah yeah she's the one I was in a crazy place probably because i think at that point in my career i was going through like the biggest like yeah. drama craziness and yep. i think i wasn't like willing to start talking to a new guy and trust him in the middle of yep. drama that had just like fucked with all my trust issues not in even like a male way like it yep. was like whoa on all cylinders trust has been broken on every side like everyone was fucking everyone and i was like i don't have time to fuck with like a oh, one specific guy right no. now because i can't trust even like myself my family and like, you had to prioritize just surviving each day in your own yeah. thoughts however i'm not trying to i know that we manifested you moving to la and we're not, not trying to manifest you getting engaged this guy but the same shit happened to me where i met him we went on like four dates i go right. to summer house I would call him every night. The first 15 minutes would be me crying because I'd gotten in like a bunch of fights and I was scared how it was going to right. go. Um, and then then it would turn into phone sex and then it would turn into like two more hours of us just like talking and being like, I miss you. So, Dude, isn't that funny how when you are sad, then all of a sudden you kind of get horny? <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? I just hit it to me. Like sometimes I'll be sad and then I masturbate. Yeah, after people, crying oh my god well people say that like you have like hate sex but like what about cry oh. sex i think we should cry normalize sex. that no, yeah because yeah. when you're crying you're so raw and you're just open and then uh, you're just like why am i like open right <laughs> <laughs> after a grown cry session let's fuck well you feel so vulnerable so i was calling if you were like hannah let's get this guy i would call him and be like oh my god today was so amazing i had so much fun with my friends i love them all reality tv is really fun but instead, I'd be like, I fucking hate my life. This guy should have ran. I mean, yeah. your guy should have ran. But so when much drama. they see something that we don't see, and for whatever reason, he was like, this is worth it. So for all those people who were like, what should I text him back? How should I be? What should I wear? It doesn't fucking matter. Find what you want to do. And because if you have to act a type of way in the beginning, you can keep that up the rest of your life. So now... Now that the show's not filming, he's like, you are a dream. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not crying every night. 
oh my god it's almost like you hit him with the worst in the beginning and now it's gotten better and he's like I am living the best life. I thought I was marrying a psychotic nightmare, mm-hmm. but as time has gone on, <laughs> she's only like, a now little you're... psychotic yeah. nightmare. I remember when you were like, I'm moving in. And I was like, where you're like his house. I'm like, who's who, what, what do you mean? You have a, you're moving in with your fucking boyfriend. You stupid slut dude. And it's, it's so insane because I just like, I don't know. I feel like there's so many girls listening. I even will admit like, I don't know how I have felt about marriage my whole life. And Mm -hmm. to see you, someone that's been so open about like her trials of going through with men and like having fuck ups and disastrous moments of farting in their face and like blacking out and all the things (laughs) it's kind of no, but dude, it's kind of cool to see one of us. Like you're doing it. (laughs) However, is it fair to say 50% of all marriages end in divorce? Mm -hmm. How are we feel? Like, how do you, are you, are you got to the point where like, I didn't need marriage. Like I am so, so financially independent like I don't need my dad to like give my dowry to someone like I'm good like I got my own dowry and I'm happy I really got to the point where I was like I could live this life with my cat and it's men are really such just like a little plus in your life like I really see right. him as not this like oh what's this I mean it is a huge decision but it's not like I am complete now it's literally right. like wow I found this person who wants to be my teammate who wants to be my partner but like I'm still Hannah and it, it in my head it isn't even that big of a deal it's like oh I found someone who is gonna fucking love me and I love them but I'm still doing me and I think it really got to that point of you feeling like like that share quote where it's like Men are like dessert. They really are. He enhances they my are. life a little, but like I don't fucking need him, and he knows that, and he doesn't need me, and that's I why I think it's less scary. I think anyone listening, that's like a huge point. Not that we're trying to get sappy with it, but like I've had relationships in the past where it being toxic, yeah. I lost myself. Yep. I didn't feel independent, yep. and therefore I felt like I needed that person. And having had talked about marriage with some men, it was for the wrong reasons. It was because, wow, I'm so deep in this toxic hole with this guy that I fully lost myself. He's mm. talking about marriage. I know he's got a shit ton of money. Maybe it would just be an easy life to just like go with it. And I know it wouldn't be genuine on it. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Anybody that has those thoughts, don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't do it because that's a huge sign when you don't feel like you're in an equal partnership and if that if you lost that person you'd be sad as fuck but also like you're still you you'd still know how to like get up in the morning and do your shit that's mm-hmm. when you know the person is just like an added bonus yeah it's not to, like help it's crazy because i've never said that out loud and i never thought about it like that but there's something about him like it's people joke like there's twin flames and these like toxic things where you like can't live without them and it's like it's really not like that we're two people no. that just like really like being with each other and it's really simple but like if he didn't want to get married it probably we would have waited a longer time like I wasn't trying to push it but he's 45 and he was like I know this works and like when the pandemic is done I want to go back on tour um in the fall and he has to go so we might have to do a long distance relationship like he's gonna be in Ireland I want to be like I want to be in LA seeing you and do some stand-up so like it's not gonna be easy but like I just know I can I trust him I love him and and he wanted He's your to, best friend yeah and it's little things like when i'm with him it's like it's great but then like when he leaves i'm kind of like oh and like you know how many people right. you just can't fucking wait for them to leave the room like, oh my god <laughs> even if you feel hot around them or like you know you you have good sex with them but the second they leave you're like oh thank god. you can relax oh, i'm and gonna call my friend like, and be myself <sighs> right how dude hannah i'm so happy for you genuinely because oh, thank you babe. i 
it's it's crazy like as much as we joke on these it is crazy that you found someone i think my (laughs) i'm wondering though like financially have you guys discussed yet like it's the most awkward topic like i remember meeting my boyfriend like i like googled his net worth and i'm like that's definitely (laughs) not correct because you know what else do i i'm googling his net worth i'm like that's not correct or he could not be living in this house then Mm. i started asking him and i started to gauge a little bit more like six months in i like really kind of knew like okay i kind of get what this guy makes but like i still don't know the conversation about how much you make slowly maybe comes out, but then to get engaged and married, are you guys going to split bank accounts? Like, are you guys going to get, are you getting a prenup? Like, what are you doing? Such great questions. And also we have to remember like 50 years ago, which is not that long. Like women did not have their own income. A lot of the time women were not going to college. So I'm going it psycho. So I'm going in it in a different way where like I really don't need him financially at all right I love that like he's established and like successful and not fucking jealous of me totally um we did have like I mean even like my wedding I'm paying for it I told my parents I said you've put in your money like Hannah for me. You've spent it. oh but, my like, god I, I love being like I earned it I'm doing it yeah. don't tell me what fucking flowers I'm getting Dude, I don't even know it- what flowers but I'm, I'm paying for my own wedding I was gonna say isn't it kind of dope like making your own money and working so fucking hard for it and especially i think the two of us in these past two years like Mm. we see behind the scenes and even online like we're busting our asses and we're working really hard and like i bought my mom her first pair of gucci like um loafers and it was the coolest moment like i was like I buying my mom that I like started bawling my eyes out being like that's so fucking Alex we are so the same I haven't really bought myself anything that nice like someone sent me a Chanel purse and it was like (gasps) very cool um but I'm like I sent you a Chanel purse (laughs) no it was like a vintage like like thing that I got but that was like I and my mom was like she's like oh so awesome and I was like I'm gonna buy my mom a ring like I have no rings I'm not even wearing my engagement ring I'm I forgot the only rings I own are from ex-boyfriends that bought them for me. Yeah. I never bought myself. I literally went, I got like, went to David Yurm and like picked the, her like um, birthstone <gasps> and I've never been more excited to get someone a present. And I just think like, it's so important just knowing what you want, what you have. I love that he's successful, but um, I actually, I don't even know his net worth and I'm married. I mean, yeah, you're not talking. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I don't know though. his net worth and I don't care. But also, he fucking respects my hustle so much. He, If he was in his 20s, he'd still be chasing like hard in right. terms of his career. He said like in his 20s, he like literally toured every single week in a different place. Now that he's chill, it enables me to do that. And also, he gives right. me such good advice. Like he told me also, I wanted to tell you this in terms of like, oh, he said when he was his most famous in Europe was when he thought people hated him the most. So, like, he didn't even enjoy the fame. Like, he was, like, selling out, you know, theaters and still felt like people fucking hated him. And he goes, now that I've been through that and it's done, he's like, I just wish I knew that that's just a part of it and actually enjoyed my success at the time. Dude, that's, like, dark as fuck. Because my brother actually said something similar to me. I was just having, like, a bad day the other week. Just, like, got some mean dms and like just was feeling down and like whatever and um because i think sometimes people don't get like you put yourself out there and and you really 
leave it open to getting like your whole life scrutinized. Yeah, sometimes and they fucking hit. I'm like, okay, yeah. you don't have to read I'm my a- ass that hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, all right, chill on that shit. And I was talking to my brother because he's like really my rock when like I'm like feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Alex, like sometimes when you call me about this shit, I just want to be like, are you even having fun? Mm-hmm. Like you should be having fun with this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, sometimes you lose sense of like social media makes you feel so small and so shitty. And anybody listening, I don't care if you have a thousand followers, like yeah. people, it's the same as when girls are talking about you in the fucking bathroom, you awkwardly walk in and it's like, <laughs> Oh fuck. I just heard you talking shit about my fucking acne today, bitch. Like fuck you. Like mm-hmm. it hurts. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going to, I know I'm supposed to be like Alex Cooper. I don't have any fucking issues and I am all knowing. And I don't I, like nothing hurts me. Yeah. Like, no, are you kidding me? And like, you joke about a DM, shit. but like some, Someone made a comment on my Instagram that was like, like something really mean about me. And 300 people liked that comment. (gasps) (laughs) Like it was right after Summer House. So clearly the trolls were like, we got to go. But like, that's when at first you're like, okay, that was mean. But then you're like, 300 people agree with that. And then you're like, how many people? And then you start really feeling like like part of anxiety is it's very like black and white where like you go from something bad happens to being like oh and this is the end of my career or like and this is like everyone feels this way about me so like your mom probably <laughs> talks about that a lot so i'll see one of those oh, comments and be like okay i'm canceled like everyone thinks i'm this type of person and i can't get out of it and i can't explain myself and i'm just gonna go cry about it because i these people want to understand me and you just feel like everyone feels that way about you it's crazy and i guess i like again i'm trying to make sure like everybody it again if you don't if you're not on social media like same goes for social groups like it's I feel like it's just a very like isolating time right now in the world especially because I think social media like everyone's getting scrutinized for anything they're doing well there's also and so, something called tall poppy syndrome where when what one the fuck of, is that great question so when one of the poppies actually I'm such I'm a girl from Brooklyn like why am I talking about farming but like one of the like a sunflower <laughs> one of them grows really tall the other poppies have to cut it down it's just oh there you go if any bitches are being assholes to anyone listening to this podcast just know you're just not say, alone okay poppy am, okay yeah, poppy poppy you fucking bitch <laughs> go fuck yourself i'm gonna fuck your dad um okay glad i'm like crying on my podcast this week feeling like a little emotional oh my god des is like in the background right now and like we're literally getting a sneak peek of the man purpose. himself he wanted to get a um and he's like flexing as he's like reaching he flexed. down. <laughs> um, you know, whenever you take a picture with a guy and you put your hand on his arm and it just gets really right. hard, and you're like, "Calm down, bro." You're like, "Please stop." I get it. it. You but lifted. Like also keep going. You lifted twice last week. We get it. Right, right. Um, I think so. I grew up and like my parents are in love, but mm-hmm. like for a very long time, I was like kind of content. With I'm sorry, can you focus? There he is. There he is. There he is. Does he um, distracting us? Bye. Bye. Um. Talk about walking to bathroom. Girls talking shit about you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. I. I feel like I feel similar to you, where like I feel super independent now, mm-hmm. and the same goes for those sometimes in this industry. It's pretty lonely yeah which i think a lot of people don't Alex, talk about people were so nice to me before things started <laughs> going well for me people were so, people were like acting like i was this little hen and like oh i'll teach you the industry like people were so fucking nice to me and um i mean even like this last 
like filming of summer house was really hard because there is just that group dynamic where like yeah i had this kind of i had i didn't always feel like people were mad at me for like legitimate reasons is what i'm gonna say about that well probably like jealousy and shit like it's like you you're killing it you're working hard and and i don't i don't want to use the jealousy word because like i just like to say we're all like popcorn we pop at oh, different times. You've got a lot of analogies. Here we Thank go. Popcorn, you. poppy. And I'm hungry. Poppy, popcorn. We all pop at different times and try to like see someone pop. And especially in the podcast industry, like you fucking uplifted me so much. Like I've gotten so many followers and new listeners to Burning in Hell because of you. Like but you helped me. And that makes me so happy. But it makes me, it's, I feel the same way about you, maybe in a different way of like, you were one of the first people that I had ever had on during all the drama and like me coming in and, and, and I think like maybe it seems easy, but when I was like, okay, I have to do this show on my own and I didn't have months off. Like I had to go right into it. I was like, who am I going to have on? And when I reached out to you, the way that one, it transpired of like us becoming just like podcast pals and then like (laughs) having an actual friend in the industry, like, I don't know that many people and I try to stay in a bubble because I think it like helps me just focus on what I'm doing and not like get too crazy with focusing on other people. But like you've been so good and a good friend to me and in behind closed doors moments and in front of like media and shit, you've been amazing with me. So I think it's cool to like have friends in the industry that are there for each other. So I don't know. Also because like tomorrow my shit could go right like tomorrow your shit can go down so like you can never get too up on yourself or like your head get too big and like i'd also think like if you're fucking hating on people and you're listening to this you're like can we hate on alex and hannah think about why and if you want to be doing this and that's why you're mad fucking do it bro go start a podcast fucking ask me what fucking podcast equipment i use and i'll fucking tell you and let's fucking no it's true it takes like a minute to be like stop focusing on what everyone's saying about you because half the people Mm -hmm. that are saying shit about you are just upset that they're not doing whether it's what you're doing or they're they're dealing with their own shit in their bedroom and they're just like taking it out on the internet so anyone that's getting any hate or bullying or whatever the fuck it's usually anyone that's doing that is really unhappy with their lives and then they see you as a target and they're just going at you but it's almost like you should feel bad for those people and just like help uplift them and like I can absolutely get better at doing that sometimes I get petty and I'll say some stupid shit and I'm like why did I do that but it's like because it does hurt it does hurt I don't know if we're talking too like general here and like people are gonna be like what are you guys talking about but like I don't know but I also think it's so funny too because immediately you go in your head I hope people don't talk shit about it. I hope people like that I hope people aren't worried we're talking all over the right. place but it's like also you just have to know like you're being yourself I'm being yeah. myself and some people just like relationships some people totally. are fucking like it, and some people are gonna be like Alex could fart into the microphone and that and fart was crisp we love it we fucking love it Woo! but I did yeah. yeah this is a complete I just had this thought and I have to ask because I'm gonna yes. forget it are yes. you taking his last name? Great question. No. <laughs> no. Dude, you're like, such a good question. No. <laughs> I'm so uh, happy you asked. Wait, um, do you think no. just because you have like a name for yourself or do you think regardless of this career you would take or not so take a man's name? His, his name is Gerkenschneisen. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. It is a beautiful name. It's Bishop. Because I know okay. some people have fucked up last names. They're like, I can't even spell that. I'm not trying to take it. Totally. He's a beautiful last name, Bishop. Hannah Bishop. Hannah Bishop. I sound like regal. I love how um, you say Hannah. It's like Hannah, Hannah. It sounds like. I have problems ooh. with my name. No, I, I like it. You it. like elevate it more. You make it sound like elegant and you're not. Thank you. So it's cute. You're just trying to make me feel better because you told me my fingers were nubby. But anyway. Um, 
and like, hey, you see your name. Shut the fuck up. Um, I will, uh, yeah, I'm pointing with my finger at her right now, too, if you're wondering what's happening. <laughs> big, bad, fat finger. And I don't want to be like, oh, it's my brand, but like, I actually love my last name as an athlete. Like, everyone called me Burner, yeah. Bernie, Burn Dog, even though I don't totally. always love that. No. But it's all about last name. Just, I love my last name, Burner. I'm not going to take a man's last name either, regardless of my platform or not. My question is this. Are our kids taking my last name? Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> I was in the shower before this and I was thinking about it and I was like, my question is, why do we carry something around for nine months only for, only for it to come out of our vaginas? Rip out of our vaginas. Rip. Sometimes rip to the out, asshole. Rip out of our asshole vaginas. Mm-hmm. And then we give it the man's last name. What the fuck is that? We are in an antiquated society. However, if anything, I- why not just give it both of your last names? Well, maybe I can actually then ask you a question because I have been definitely struggling with this a little bit. Well, explain. I've been talking about it in therapy. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's definitely been an adjustment going from being single and living by myself in New York to then coming out to LA and having a roommate and having a boyfriend that lives here full time. Mm-hmm. I've never had a boyfriend that lives in the same state as me, except for like a, one of the athletes I dated and he was always on the road. So he was usually gone. Mm-hmm. And so since moving here, I've definitely had a couple mental breakdowns and it's like, I'm just like waiting till Wednesday because that's the day that I have therapy because I don't feel like I have alone time oh my anymore. God. And I didn't really realize how important alone time was for me until this move. Yep. Like it was something I've always had and I never really thought about it that deeply until I moved here. And in therapy, I've talked about like, I'm definitely an extroverted introvert. Yep. I'm the same. Right. So you exude so much energy when you're you're, when you're with people, you want to be the life of the party. You can't go to a dinner without talking and -hmm. you put so much energy into social settings. But then in turn, that makes you need that alone time because it's the time where you essentially like recharge. Mm -hmm. And I feel like between Lauren and my boyfriend, which we've all talked about now openly once I figured out how to fucking communicate this to him. Because Lauren always knew. Lauren always has been like, yep, go watch your movies. Like, you need time. You had your episode this week. You're exhausted. Like, go lay in bed. Like, watch a TV show. Don't talk to me. Turn off your lights. Be dark dungeon girl, like she calls me. But, like, I didn't know how to articulate this to my boyfriend. But once I did, like... Lauren and my boyfriend both were like I never need alone time Lauren was like I could never be alone in my life and I would be the happiest person he said the same thing and I look at them like they have 10 heads and I'm like I'm the opposite I'm not like that at all I'm the same way like I I will literally be like I want to go to my parents yeah like and 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 he but he's cute like you he'll be like you don't want to stay over like another night and I'll be like I just I just need it and that does not mean you're a bad girlfriend that's actually just like for your mental health and it's also like so good to be away from each other sometimes to reflect and check in on yourself and because you can't check in on yourself when you're constantly with someone dude that's such a good point my therapist and I were having a conversation and she was like Alex like your need for alone time mm-hmm. is not a reflection on how you feel about mm-hmm. him. It's been definitely like an adjustment because I think at first I wasn't articulating it and I would just start to try to disappear yeah. and I was acting shady. Shady, shady like shadester. Like, 
And I was like, for the first You'd time, you'd be like, like oh, my God, God, I'm getting into an elevator. And he's like, where? And you're like, right? But go. Dude, dude, I was like, oh, my God, for the first time in my life, I'm not being shady. But then I'm going off the grid and like taking a nap yeah. and relaxing. And he's like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, like I have to communicate. So I'm, I love I've Lauren, getting better. but living alone was the greatest thing that ever happened in my life. And you also have to you have to tell him your job is performative. Like people yeah let's say you do you're doing vlogs all day and as an introvert extrovert or extrovert introvert right. i don't know which direction it goes right. you are giving so much to a camera like i do chat room i like film three hours of this talk show every week when he picks me up don't talk to me right. i'm done i have nothing else to give i put it all out there i was like the most fun exciting funny version of hannah and then i don't want to try with you and you guys dude, are still that, kind of oh in the God. dating phase so just be like dude I've been putting it all out there. My energy's gone right now, and I just need some time to get my energy back to be the best version of myself with you. And I think another part of this journey is me just, like, learning how to communicate better with my partner. He's so amazing. Like I said, the minute I told him, he was like, "Uh, okay, like, Mm -hmm. I will literally send you to, like, a spa that you you don't even have to see. Like, what? Like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me this? It's more on me that, like, I'm learning how to not be so individual and on my own and like learning like in a partnership communicating and being open like that is really the key to success Mm -hmm. and I was like inflicting this pain on myself because I didn't know how to articulate it and it was like well just say it say exactly what you need and I think my point to anyone listening is like I think people would be I think a lot of people I have not even really talked about that on my show I feel like I'm not a lot of people would expect me to probably say I'm yeah. almost more introverted than extroverted. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Like my, for my job, like I love performing. I love the show. I love doing vlogs, but like, then I also on the other end that I don't film and I don't show is me like hibernating in my room and like needing significant alone time, like not wanting to go to dinners with people all the time. Yep. But I feel like anyone that's listening, cause I guess I haven't touched on this as much. Like if you are introverted and you do feel like you need that alone time. I was reading an article on vice the other day mm-hmm. that was like uh, needing alone time is like an actual mm-hmm. thing. And if you don't get alone time, it's the equivalent of you feeling lonely. Like mm-hmm. people that need to be around people, people that need alone time, you literally feel like depression. So I just want to normalize it for anyone that especially in quarantine right now, I feel like a lot of people probably have had everyone's on top of you. And then on, and then in your free time, you have to zoom with family members and it's like, you almost don't have alone time if you're living with people right now. So I don't know. I just think it's interesting. With regard to your engagement, was it everything you always dreamed of or was it definitely like different, like you laying in bed? Like what was it com- in compared to what you had always thought of? Like was, was there a different way you wanted the guy to ask you or did you not care? This is fucked up because I'm not a psychic, but in my head, I thought I would be married by 29 and I thought a guy would propose in bed to me. And, like, not a want. Like, I just, like, had a sense of it. And, like... <laughs> Dude, that's interesting. Because I'm... I don't like these whole, like, public displays of affection with engagement. Like, doing it in public and having, like, random strangers clapping. Like, I'm actually quite... I'm. This sounds so weird, but I'm kind of a shy private person when it comes to, like, certain things. Like, we want attention when we want it. Like, when I'm telling my stupid jokes, I want it. But when it's, like, me doing, like, 
really, really personal things, I don't want it to be out there. You're choosing so, um, later to take the picture with the ring on and post it on Instagram. Yes. But you're not going to record your engagement and upload it to fucking YouTube. No, and you know the people who do, like, what are they, like, raves? Or, like, they get all the people to do a synchronized dance. And then you're, like, in a Home Depot and, like, and what? Flash like, mob. <laughs> a, flash, a flash mob. Like, I would literally die if someone did that to me. I'd be like, kill that me. That is a way for me to literally be like, I actually was <laughs> going to marry you, but you just fucking proposed to me in a flash mob. A flash mob. I'd rather fucking like, not. The corn, like, to the weekend. I don't need that. Like, to Bruno Mars, I don't need that. <laughs> That's what I need. I, like, hate, hate Bruno Mars, so I would rather do anything but. I knew you did. I'd never asked you, but I got right? a sense that you Me and Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars are just, like, not close. Like, <laughs> it's complicated. It's not okay. Basically, you're going to get judged whatever you do in your engagement process it's, it's so crazy to me one because i just i haven't really thought about it for a while i never thought i was going to even get married but i i mean personally i i don't really know what the fuck i'm gonna do a part of me wants to never tell the world if i end up getting married i feel like you're traumatized from this also alex the whole marriage thing there's a engagement party a bridal shower what's a bridal shower because what no, is a bridal no, shower let me explain something to you this this is my genuine mindset when i think about this stuff i care more about how the man proposes to me than the wedding if a man is going to ask me to marry him big deal yes Mm -hmm. big deal for anyone Mm -hmm. i want the way that he asks me to marry him i want it to be so unbelievable romantic setting we're here we're both in a great place in our lives we need to be here yeah we need to be here <laughs> we're relaxed i'm by a pool wait are you envisioning like south of france like like ooh, ooh. low lights yeah like... maybe south of france good idea but not public you want Fuck like a, no, a no. moment that's beautiful by ourselves okay. alone isolation confinement do you want to have one of those paparazzi photographers that they hire to capture the moment i don't want anyone to even know who I'm married to. That's hot. That's hot. Okay, and then someone say sketchy, but <laughs> sketchy as someone say fuck, shady as fuck, dude. Because I don't want anyone to ever know I'm married. Okay, and so that way when I'm at a dinner with a random man, you're gonna think it's my husband, but it's really my side. <laughs> and she's back. She's back. We thought we lost her. She's back, folks. <laughs> no. So I want the ring to be fucking fire. Okay, sue me. I don't care. I'm being honest here. The wedding. I want just my family and his family and then like my four closest girlfriends and i want it to be like a weekend where everyone just goes like somewhere we all go whether it's like the mountains or the beach or wherever the fuck and it's more of just like a party weekend that we all get together for and then we just like happen to like it's not even a ceremony i would almost want it to be yeah. like it's a it's party. Like a happy hour yes yes it's a party and again i didn't i wasn't I never grew up really fantasizing about a wedding. I really, t- until recent, didn't even know if I would get married. But I do definitely think, like, I don't want a conventional wedding at all. And they could be so expensive so fast. But this is the thing. Like, I joked, I want a garage wedding. Like, I want, like, literally nothing. And then became... Didn't Paige be like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Paige so mad at me. But then I was like, okay, I want to have a barbecue wedding, like, on my cousin's lawn in Shelter Island is what my vision is. But this thing, I'm not having a bridal shower. I don't have any bridesmaids. I'm not doing... I'm not even having a bachelorette party. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I want to live my life. I also don't like that attention. 
like the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life every year is when people sing happy birthday to me and I feel like bachelorette parties weddings those are those moments where you're like everyone love me when it's like no 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 I want to feel like everyone hates me and then try to get their love doing stand-up like that's well I think especially the profession that we're in a lot of times a lot of times it is about us so I don't need a day that is a big ceremony about me but daddy gang we get it if you're like a fucking accountant or you're just like on the grind doing sales calls all the day you deserve a day that's all about you. We are sick of ourselves. I can't even look at myself in the mirror sometimes. Do you think I'm not sick of my own voice? I talk about myself 24-7 on the podcast. <laughs> You're all like, yeah, we know. We wish you would stop. But the thought of like having a day like, no, let's make it about my mom. Let me buy her another <laughs> yes! pair. I just want to buy presents for my mom for the rest of my life. <laughs> but I get, I am so for a baller ass wedding. Like I hope my yeah. friends have them. But for me personally, and again, to each his own, like good for you, not for me. Also, how many people did you like last year that you hate now? Sorry, that was that was no, sensitive, no, but no, but it's not made the point. The point was made. So I would love to ask you, Hannah, if like there are any good advice moments that you have for girls, guys listening. Like, I feel like it's so important to be like, it's not about looks. It's not about like all the surface levels. No, it is about looks. It is about looks. You need well, to make it sure is they're about hot. looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not about looks aka what your fingers look like like what what did you do oh how for me oh sorry i was talking about looks of like guys you date because you definitely need yeah to make i'm sure like hannah handsome. come on you're busted <laughs> i am so sorry i am so sorry. i didn't understand you were coming for me but now that you are let's get into it um okay it's funny because yeah i'm on tv and like people all the time are like hannah's fucking ugly hannah's fucking annoying hannah's fucking whatever well hannah's hannah and i i feel like it's just you're great oh thank you no, baby you're beautiful. I, I just feel like the less time you try to change yourself and find happiness and chase it and work for things and force things it's all already there when I called my mom after I, the proposal I cried and the first thing I said is this is the thing I've worked for the least in my life like I know we joked Damn. like we tricked him how to get the guy to propose to you I literally had to work on this nothing there was no strategy. There was no changing of how I'm going to be. I put no effort into it. I just was me. And I do think that, like, I've chased a lot of shit in my life. I thought if I could win more tennis matches, I'd be happy. I thought if I could get on TV, I could be happy. If I got more followers, I'd be happy. And the truth is, is my happiest moments have not been with any of that bullshit. My happiest moments is just when I fucking feel so good in my own skin. And then that shit just, like, it's like an energy that shocks people the guys want to be around you the girls want to be around you the cameras want to be around you and it's just like there's nothing hotter than sitting in your own skin i don't give a fuck you have a huge nose you have stubby fingers you have small tits you fucking own it and people just want to be around that because you know it's uncomfortable to be around someone who is clearly uncomfortable in their own skin and hates themselves and projects it on other people mic drop Hannah Burner, you are always a pleasure to have on this show. I really can't tell you how happy I am for you. It's been really cool to watch you and your relationship and your career and your show fully thriving and also just getting to know you during this entire process. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey. You've been an OG guest since Single Father Era began and I would not have it any other way so i love you the daddy gang has like 
brings so, brought so much joy in my life and i feel like i could be my full self with you guys whether it's like doing ridiculous shit or like being super gushy or like complaining about anxiety and i feel like thanks for creating this space for me and i love you tag yourself please so the daddy gang can follow you and find you oh um you can follow me at being burns b-e-i-n-g b-e-r-n-z listen to my pod burning in hell giggly squad with Paige, and um watch summer house on thursdays summer house is on bravo thursdays at 9 p.m eastern and bravo's chat room is on sundays at 9 30 p.m eastern where i make fun of bravo shows <laughs> that is it for this week's episode daddy gang and i am excited to announce that next week's episode there will be a new guest that has never come on call her daddy and the episode is going to be quite 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 controversial but more importantly sexual this episode is brought to you by doordash one zero dollar delivery fees Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.